Welcome to Hey, Get Off My Lawn. I'm Brian Cox, and some of our listeners have said, Hey, I've got to get this off my chest. You ready? Yep. You know what makes me mad? Paying all these taxes and these all these crooked government people getting caught. <laughs> you know? And we're paying all the tax. Yeah. Now that's, that's stepping on my lawn. Okay. <laughs> Nothing bugs me. I'm completely happy. Hi, I'm Lynn. What makes me mad is when people turn their signal lights on last minute. I'm Brian Gibson, and I want telemarketers off my lawn. Okay. <laughs> These are telemarketers who call me on my phone, so it's not really, it's more my electronic lawn than my green lawn. Hey, we're going to go back to the future. You know the guy that played Biff? His name is Tom Wilson. He's a great guitar player, and here he is talking about comedy. Yeah, Love Stamp started stand-up, and then they tried to develop acting to get their own TV show or whatever. Uh, unusually for me, I started in acting. I was acting in New York, and doing theater and all that kind of stuff uh, young Marlon Brando um, and a few of my friends did stand up I started hanging out with them just a bunch of goofballs and going uh, you guys get paid for this you know like because I was doing I was doing theater you get paid zero I was playing the guitar in uh, you know coffee house puff the magic dragon you know you're making nothing and these guys were making like 10 bucks and a cheeseburger which is that you know hey man Ten bucks at a cheeseburger. Where do you guys go to do that? You just goof off? And that's really how I did stand-up. That's it. She's got long blonde hair running down her back. And pretty blue eyes, yeah, that's a fact. Her nose is just perfect and her smile just gleams. She looks like a model in a magazine. She got her itty-bitty body and a teeny-tiny skirt. You can see her belly button neat, her purple skimpy shirt. She's a California beauty who could stop the show. But there's one thing, fellas, that you got to know. She's my daughter. Yeah, that's right, Jack. She's my daughter. Listen up. You touch her or hurt her, make her sad. I'm gonna hurt you twice as bad. I don't mean emotionally either. See, I'm the kind of guy that likes to have some fun. Just drinking lots of liquor and polishing my gun. You wanna mess around with my pussy cat? I might just kill you with a baseball bat. I own a crowbar, steak knives, I got a hatchet, man. But come on, let's face it, I could kill you with my bare hands. I catch you making moves on her, I'll know just what to do. I'll shove my foot so far up there, I could wear you as a shoe. She's my daughter. Hey, that's right, she's my daughter. Woo, woo, woo. I'll sneak into your room where your mommy makes your bed. I'll grab that stupid surfer necklace and I'll beat your little head in. Cause she's my daughter. Yeah, that's right, she's my daughter. Woo, 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 woo. Come on over for dinner and meet us friendly folks. Just remember, little fella, this song is not a joke. Cause I'm a steamroller, baby. Gonna roll all over you. I sing that whenever my daughters are going on a date. (laughs) I love that. Thanks very much. Tom Wilson, Biff from Back to the Future. Hey, you remember the movie Roxanne and the Out-of-Towners? Well, our featured guest was in those. Let's go to the lawn line. Seen on The Tonight Show with Johnny and Jay. Worked with Gladys Knight, David Letterman, Jerry Seinfeld, Steve Martin. Over 100 TV appearances. Steve Middleman is now... On the lawn. Get off my lawn. Hey. Get off my lawn. <laughs> did I, did I, I don't know if I mentioned this story, Brian, but when I was growing up, by the way, I'm eating, this is what a secret that comedians do. 
I'm eating banana peels right now, just the peels. It makes you funnier. Oh, didn't you? <laughs> anyway, I used to, I used to smoke them, but okay, yeah. I'm here, I'm just finishing a bite, so I got a little so fast. So when I was a kid, growing up in uh, South Jamaica, Queens, in Rochdale Village, my dad used to yell at kids playing on our lawn. Oh. In front of in front of our place. The only problem was we were we lived in an apartment building, and it was really embarrassing for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I know it's funny structurally, joke wise, it's funny, but it's so darn true. Oh. He's a screamer. Get off the lawn! Get off the lawn! That's like you know, like uh, I get no respect, or uh, you yeah. know, like actually, he felt like he was getting no respect when kids were playing on the lawn. But I, those were my friends. He was yelling at my friends, "Get off my lawn! It's not our lawn. It was a universal." <laughs> I thought he invited all the kids on the lawn just so, you know, they'd trample it down and he wouldn't have to mow it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. It was like dirt by the time we moved out of there. But I couldn't invite anybody over for, oh, that's your dad. Oh, my God. Oh, no. (laughs) Hey, I want to know, Steve, what was the one moment when you realized your career as a comedian was really on its way? Was it like a, like an appearance on the Tonight Show or or what? Well, when I when I walked out on stage naked and I got bigger laughs than I ever got in my life. <laughs> uh, when I when I felt I was when I won the laugh off on Showtime, the big laugh off, New York. I was the New York winner, and uh, it was taped at the Copa. And uh, Guido, Father Guido Sarducci was the MC. Uh, Eddie Murphy was on the show with. Uh, Mark Schiff, Carol Leifer, Rick Overton, and I, and I close, and I just, uh, it's, I just, just put it on, on good old uh, YouTube, so if anybody wants to check out, it's one of the greatest stand-up sets ever for a TV show, and it's very clutch. (laughs) Okay. And I'm very humble, I'm very humble about it, but that's, to answer your question, that is the day that I knew, I went... Actually, you have to know it before that day to go up there and do what you do. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was determined to show everybody, like, hey, I'm kind of uh, easygoing and laid back, but I've got a lot of... A lot of pop to what I do. And Steve, we happen to have a clip from that 1981 performance at the Big Laugh Off. You smoke enough here, Carlton's. Hey, I quit smoking, by the way. I'm mentioning. I only smoke after sex. I haven't smoked in three years. I'm dying for a cigarette. sex this year. No, I'm only kidding. Uh, I paid the guy. You know that some people sex is everything? To me, sex is anything. Most guys think about having sex with two girls at once. For me, it's one girl, twice. Last year, I went to the Virgin Islands. They gave me a hero's welcome. I don't get the best response in bed either. Uh, 
This girl, I, I had the nerve to ask her, I said, did you see God? She said, not even Reverend Ike. Then she said, I thought only amoebas do it that fast. Notice they have no chin. It's affected me my whole life. I grew a beard once. I looked like a guy with a beard who had no chin. It's like a fur tongue. Jim in high school, the teacher said, do 10 shinos. I said, with what? Even as a kid, learning how to play the violin, I stick in my mouth. I inherited this from my father. He's bald and he has no chin. Looks like Mr. Potato Head. So I went to computer dating, right? They sent me with a girl who had no neck. I gave her a locket. She put it around her forehead. It was an embarrassing date. We were both wearing turtlenecks. We couldn't see each other. Now, uh, Steve, you're uh, you're busy writing a book. Uh, what's what's that about now? Well, I've been writing a book for years because I am the world's greatest weight loss guru, and uh, I'm saying that with a wink, and I'm saying that because I think, truthfully, I could very well be the world's greatest weight loss guru. And I think since Jacqueline passed, and Susan Powder's not around anymore, and uh, you don't see much of Richard Simmons. No. That uh, there's a void for me to fill other than my mouth. Damn. Uh, and uh, I've just been writing this book for a long time. I'm going to send it to an editor and hopefully be able to just start selling it for the Christmas season where people oh. like to overeat. <laughs> Good. Good. And you got a website people can go to. and uh, and uh... Well... Yeah, I do, but I have nothing on it. But the book title is Before, Before and Laughter, L-A-U-G-H-T-R, Before and Laughter. And uh, it's beforeandlaughter.com. And uh, just to keep an eye out for it. Okay. Don't go away. We're going to be right back with a whole bunch of neat stuff like a TV review. We've got fun health facts from Dr. Dave and a lot more. So stick around. This is Hey, Get Off My Lawn. Hard On. Apply directly to the foreskin. Hard On. Apply directly to the foreskin. 
Hard On apply directly to the Hard On. I hate your commercial, but oh my God, does it work? Look, Ethel, I'm pointing north. Hey, you're gonna put an eye out with that thing. Hard On. If you feel a burning sensation or your franks and beans fall off in the shower, consult your doctor immediately. Ladies, are you tired of your man having all the fun going to his little meetings with his buddies and all? Now you can join an exclusive club and make a lot of money too. Southern Bells and a few in Idaho start selling Mary KKK, and you can win a pink Humvee. Oh, she don't do the laundry anymore. We pay to have all of our whites washed. And the pink Humvee could be yours. When your husband asks for a Hummer, now you can just throw on the keys. Sell Mary KKK today. Some restrictions apply. If you don't live in a trailer and your IQ is higher than your shoe size, you may be disqualified. Hey, we're back. I'm Brian Cox, and this is Hey, Get Off My Lawn. Now, our featured guest, Steve Middleman, on the lawn line with his TV review. Have you seen anything on TV or maybe even a movie lately that maybe should get off your lawn? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, last yesterday afternoon, I fell asleep watching Channel 7 here in L.A. I woke up during the, their local news, and there was nothing but death and destruction and mayhem and fear and more death and kidnappings. And it's like, get, get off my lawn, local news, most of the national news. It's not informative. It's about fearing us yeah. into buying the products. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they keep a straight face. The newscasters, they make it look everything so important. But it's not important. It's not relative to your well-being. Got it. I'm I'm with you. They put the they try to strike fear where there isn't any. Yeah, and they repeat it over and over again, and they tell you what's coming up. Oh yeah, more fear. Uh, nothing strikes more fear in anybody than a bad report from your doctor. They say that birthdays are like boogers. The more you have, the harder it is to breathe. Joining the Lawn Boys, yes, a real medical doctor from the nationally syndicated radio show, Wise Quacks, Dr. Dave Hepburn. Doctor, doctor, give me the news, doctor Dave. Welcome to the Lawn Buddy. Oh, Brian, I didn't realize you knew such uh, medical jargon like boogers. That's a term we use all the time in the hospitals. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, you know, it's just my upbringing, I guess. I don't know. But I, I want to know from you, Dr. Dave, is... Uh, now, what do you think the biggest, you know, I think the biggest cause of death in this country or North America is too many birthdays. Uh, yeah, that, that, <laughs> <laughs> they tend to pile up, don't they? And that uh, tends to uh, lead to that for sure. But uh, according to the who, when I say who, I don't mean, you know, there's a question or Horton hears a who, but the World Health Organization, I'm going to give you and your listeners a choice. Okay. If you happen to be driving around thinking about, you know, death or who, but what is the leading cause of mortality in the world? I mean, cancer, hypertension, osteoporosis, or driving accidents while listening to the video? Ooh. Yeah, the answer to that, believe it or not, contributing to over 7 million deaths, is about 15% of all deaths in a year, right. is hypertension. Really? So that means that prevention of hypertension is absolutely essential to preventing 
premature morbidity and mortality, and nobody wants to be you know, premature. Uh, immature, maybe, but not that. So a recent study was done to examine lifestyle's effect on blood pressure, and this study out of Finland ended up determining that the four most important lifestyle changes you can make to be free of hypertension. Are you ready? Yeah. Now, it's odd because smoking is not even in this top four, nor is salt oh. intake. Oh. But here we go. Number one, alcohol consumption less than 50 grams per week. Ooh. So that probably puts you right off yeah, the charts I'm, already. I, I you're, can't, you're done. Yeah, I'm done. You're going to pop a vessel any second, I realize. Yeah, right. Secondly, uh, leisure time physical activity at least three times a week, unless leisure time means, you know, couch surfing. Oh, yeah. Third, daily consumption of vegetables. And fifth, uh, BMI less than 25. So oh. those were the four top indicators of whether you're likely to be hypertensive or otherwise. And so you work on those lifestyle changes is more effective than medication. Wow. You know, like I'm, I sit on the couch and watch TV, and I, every time I sit up to get the remote, that counts as a sit-up. You know, so I'm, I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to kind of alleviate that hypertension thing in my leisure activities. Yeah, that's right. And of course, you're watching medical channels and the Doctor Phil, Doctor Oz, and <laughs> yeah. Doctor Dave, and all the others. But actually, even having one to three of these healthy lifestyle factors reduce the risk of hypertension remarkably. So uh -huh. even if you can do, you know, we're grateful medicine for small victories. So even if you get one or two of those in, you will make a big difference. Oh, cool. Hey, Dr. Dave, thanks very much, buddy. What a cool guy, Dr. Dave Hepburn. Now, everybody has got somebody they want off their lawn. Let's find out from our featured guest, Steve Middleman. Who do I want off my lawn? That's that's a great question. Well, I already answered the uh, the local and national news. Right, right. What, what I want off my lawn is I, I like every fast food restaurant out of business. <laughs> I think we are. I know it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, listeners are going, who is this guy? I think if anything hurts anybody, it's no good for society. Uh, That's the bottom line. I think we're at, uh, on a bad trajectory mm -hmm. with all this crap that's worldwide. And, you know, the more we uh, export our Western diet, the sicker people get around the world. And what does that say about us here? Um, I think they should be out of business. Uh, every every one of them out of business. If it's, right. if it's if it helps people get on, uh, speed up their demise, whether physically or their actual leaving this planet, get off the get off my lawn. Get off everybody's lawn. Actually, probably some of these restaurants were built on somebody's lawn at one time. <laughs> you could you could get you could get a lot healthier, a lot faster eating new nutrients. Eating the lawn would make you healthier. I, speaking of which, eating the lawn, I, I tried uh, wheatgrass recently for the first time. Oh, yeah. And it's you're actually eating a lawn. You're eating grass. <laughs> about literally about an hour later, I started peeing milk. There. Ah. But a boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It took you a second. Uh, oh, well, I hope I can gross anybody out. Oh, I got a delay uh, on the phone. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It's just, every one of my audiences has a second, seven-second delay. It's like I'm on radio. Wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
Uh, Denny's, I read they're bringing back their birthday meal. You know the Denny's birthday meal? It's your birthday, they treat you to a free meal. Unfortunately, they treat you to this meal at Denny's. <laughs> what kind of deal is this? Think about it, you gotta be in pretty sad shape to end up at Denny's on your birthday. This has gotta be the lowest point of your life. Oh damn, the gun jammed. Looks like Denny's. I guess it's a happy birthday to me. Grand slam, thank you, ma'am. Oh, good luck trying to find a fast food restaurant to sponsor this show. That's all I have to say. Anyway, now, we're going to be right back with Steve Middleman, and he might tell us about his first time. This is Hey, Get Off My Lawn. that when the time is right, Cialis. Lasting for up to 36 hours, erectile dysfunction is now a thing of the past. The future has never looked better. Cialis, bringing the good times of your past into the future. Great Scott Marty, who's Alice and how does she know about my little problem? If you have an erection lasting more than four hours, although rare, see your doctor for a great game of ring toss. For the first time, a network goes behind the Great Wall for Survivor China. The most dangerous series ever. Will the new cast survive eating recalled pet food? Testing Chinese tires and the most dangerous challenge ever attempted. Playing with recalled Mattel toys, even the deadly Barbie. Don't miss the sequel, Survivor China Recalled, on CBS. Hey, welcome back to Hey, Get Off My Lawn. I'm Brian Cox, and we all have memories of our first time. Oh, baby, do you remember your first time? Let's find out what our featured guest, Steve Middleman, thinks about that. We're, let's talk about your first time, Steve. Uh, your first gig that you ever worked with big names... And you thought to yourself, you looked around and you went, oh, man, look at all these big-name people. What the hell am I doing here? Um, that's never happened. Never. <laughs> uh, well, um, well, that's a good question. Uh, I opened up for a bunch of people on the road and, uh, you know, four or 5,000 people in the audience uh, when, when she was really hot Sheena Easton oh yeah um, right. I opened up for I opened up in, in um, you know Atlantic City for a bunch of people you know Shana and I was really popular one time I opened up for them yeah and uh, I, I did really well you only have to do just a few minutes you know 10-12 yeah. minutes um, but in my lifetime, comedy-wise, I had two of my kind of comedy idols come to see me perform. Jackie Mason, once I was headlining at um, Caroline's in New York, mm -hmm. and he came down, he sat in the audience, and he watched me. He actually, he, we met that night that I won the laugh-off. He was one of the judges at the laugh-off, and... Um, yeah, it was like blown away. He he brought a friend. They sat down. They watched me do you know a one hour show at Caroline's, and another time, also at Caroline's, uh, Richard Lewis came to watch oh, me. Which, right. 
to have those two guys come and watch me, where I'm just, they may be my two favorites um, of this, you know, last 20 years. I mean, my favorite comedian of all time, and I think the greatest comedian of all time was Jack Benny. But, you know, Rodney has watched me too. But, I mean, to literally come and watch me do 45 minutes or an hour, and these two people that were like idols of mine, or still are, it's just uh, amazing. Wow. Just that... amazing, amazing thing. Steve Middleman, thank you, buddy. Hey, this is this has been a lot of fun. Man, I, I, I'm uh, looking forward to hearing it, and thank you very much, as always, for inviting me to get off the lawn, your lawn, or somebody's lawn. <laughs> also, thanks to Paul Lander, producer, and Jason LeBlanc, who handles music. I'm Brian Cox, and this is... Take it off my